Warren Wheatley, looks like you're in a, a, a very exotic location there, Warren. Of course, it's Cape Town. It is. I'm uh, lucky enough to be here doing the last round of uh, capital raising for Altwest. We're about 98% there, so happy to be in the, the mother city. The weather's beautiful, and as always, the scenery is magnificent. And, of course, the Altwest listing will be on the Cape Town Stock Exchange, so you're in the right place. That's correct, and... Uh, a large number of our investors are based down here, um, but I'm pleased to say we've attracted money from the U.S., uh, from Pretoria, from all over the country, and some uh, a few international investors as well. When is the listing date for Altvex? Our last call said six weeks, so I'm going to disappoint a little bit. It's slightly out, but the date now is, is inked in. It's on the 5th of May um, at the Cape Town Stock Exchange. And it's going to be followed by quite a raucous party. Um, we've got a, a fabulous day lined up, like all investment companies do these days. We have a, a line of, of merchandise that we're going to be releasing. But in true fashion to our form, we're going to be having a fashion show with, uh, you know, done by David Clarley, the, the famous fashion designer. So there will be a fashion show displaying all our merch, followed by a minting of the original share certificates while we were still a, pri a private company into NFTs. All our shareholders will be able to trade those in, in the metaverse. Like I mentioned to you earlier, I'm not quite sure what that actually means. Still finding out. And then finally, the, the material shares will be dematerialized and converted into electronic shares available through the A-Trade brokerage platform on the Cape Town Stock Exchange on the 5th of May. We're hoping that all your readers and listeners uh, open up A-Trade accounts. Um, I can't. I hope there aren't too many shares available. I hope everyone who's invested holds on to their shares forever. Uh, but, you know, in the event that people do want to take some quick profits, Now's the time to register an A-Trade account and be there to get in on the, the hottest list in this year. Just explain that a little bit more on the A-Trade. We've been following the Altvest story uh, with you for some time now. Uh, and the uh, Cape Town Stock Exchange has got certain stockbrokers through which you can buy shares on the Cape Town Stock Exchange. So is A-Trade one of those brokers? In the first instance, um, Altfest is a major investor in um, A-Trade. We're one of the largest shareholders. So we've agreed to exclusivity to market the shares only on that platform for the first six to 12 months after listing. So they will be available on all the brokerages eventually. But as part of our, our growth strategy, they'll only be available through the A-Trade platform for the first six to 12 months. So A-Trade is linked directly to the Cape Town Stock Exchange. Opening an account will give you access not only to the opportunities available through um, Altvest, you'll also be able to buy Altvest shares, but indeed any other shares listed on the Cape Town Stock Exchange, plus any other debt products and almost Every week, we've been listing debt products on the Cape Town Stock Exchange. So quite a good number of debt instruments available to retail investors, but also a, an interesting array of exotic instruments available to retail investors. 
by opening up an ATrade account. Okay, so that's the first step. Get yourself an A-Trade account. There's, there are many other uh, opportunities there. But the most important one for the purpose of this conversation is Altvest itself. In a brief summary, if I am buying shares in Altvest, what am I getting? On, on day one, what you're really buying into is a, the equivalent of a SPAC. And that SPAC has raised 50 million rand from... Um, a range of private and retail and institutional investors. We're going to use that 50 million to find exotic alternative investment opportunities that we will make available to the retail public. So you'd be buying into the platform earning ability of Altvest, which earns management fees, capital raising fees, marketing fees, and, and so on. But also you would be a co-owner of every opportunity that we buy. So one of our philosophies as Altvest is for any opportunity we take to the market, we have to have our interests aligned and we co-invest our own balance sheet into every single investment opportunity we take to the market. In effect, Altvest will ultimately become an EFT of SME and exotic opportunities. So owning a share in Altvest, you'll, number one, in the first instance, own a proportion of our platform generating abilities, but a tiny portion or proportionate to your shareholding, at least, of every single opportunity that gets listed on the Altvest platform. Warren, you're an expert, you're a chartered accountant, you're an expert in the financial services area. Is it a little bit like buying into a unit trust, which is going to be a private equity fund, but you also own part of the management company of the unit trust, not just the that, unit trust? That's exactly, that, that's exactly right. Except that in this case, the unit trust company will be buying opportunities that are currently unavailable to the retail public. So it will be shares in hemp farms, um, wine farms. Our first one, actually a game lot. Secondly, a medical offshore property portfolio, exotic car funds, and old family-run businesses. So all the opportunities that people just hear about at Bry's and dinner parties and cocktail parties suddenly are going to be available at a fraction of the costs that are required to be participants in these investments ordinarily. So, you know, for a hundred rand, a bank teller would be able to buy a share in a wine farm or in a classic car fund or in a movie fund or any of these things that have been the preserve of the ultra high net worth community of South Africa. Suddenly these opportunities will be available to everyone. As an Altvest shareholder, when these, uh, say the game farm opportunity, when that lists, how does that list and do you get a, a special right to buy into it ahead of other uh, people who aren't Altvest shareholders? The shares will be listed and made available to the public on a specific day. We will be issuing a prospectus for each and every opportunity that we list. And we are going to stick to our ethos that there are no pre-qualifying criteria to these opportunities. So nothing will pre-qualify you to participate in our own economy. We've had to stick to that ethos and diligently so. So because 
our listing of Altfest was done by direct listing, which meant that we didn't make an offer to the public. So it, it did mean that we had private conversations with private institutions and private individuals, and we didn't want to give them any additional rights to the opportunities because it's just in contrast to our ethos. And so our ethos is, is just opening up the economy. Our hashtag is own the future, own the economy. And so there are no pre-qualifying conditions. All you need is an A-Trade account, the tenacity to go through the uh, KYC requirements. And once you've opened the account, you have an equal opportunity to get an allocation into any opportunity as anyone else. In fact, the, the smaller you are, the more likely you are to get an allocation. So, Warren, when Altvest now finds these investment prospects, and in the past, those prospects, let's just take a wine farm as a theoretical example. The wine farm would go to high net worth individuals. It would be a private equity deal with a big company or, or individuals there. And, and the retail shareholder would, well, it doesn't even get a look in, it never would get a look in. Now with Altvest, that that uh, individual will get a look in. But how? What is how is that wine farm going to list its shares on the Cape Town Stock Exchange? So I apologise in advance. It gets a bit technical, but best to explain it from a wine farm's perspective. Nothing changes for them because they're doing a transaction with another private company or listed company in this instance, being Altvest. So Altvest would let's say as an example, by 20% of the shares in a wine farm, um, wine farm A. We would raise the funding to pay for that by listing a preferred ordinary share on the Cape Town Stock Exchange off our balance sheet and off our compliance requirements. So from the wine farmer's perspective, he's just done a trade with a single other entity and he's not subjected to any of the administration or compliance required with making an offer to the public. That's one of the value adds we do. We, we allow private sellers to access the retail market with us undergoing or undertaking the compliance burden associated with making offers to the public. So Altfest would buy the 20%. We raise the cash by listing a ring-fenced preferred ordinary share that gives the holder or buyer of that share direct see-through access to the economics of the underlying equity acquisition we've made, along with ancillary ownership benefits. And that's the, the secret source in the formula. Um, what we do demand of the seller is that they maintain certain disclosure requirements that they remain accountable to the public and will be using the media and guys like yourself to host them, to present quarterly results, to present and film the AGMs and to be accountable to the public for taking this opportunity on them. Those reporting requirements will be um, standardized, but nowhere near as complex as, for example, a listed company's reporting requirements. This is really exciting stuff because you've got a, a an opportunity here as a private individual to start investing in areas that just weren't available to you in the past. On the other side, though, what's the risk in this? If you've got 
like a wine farm. We hear that wine farms never make money. Um, presumably, you've you've ta- you've you're not going to be giving us loss making wine farms into Altvest. Well, Alec, there's quite a robust process uh, to go through. So, the first four opportunities, at least, will be handpicked by a really professional investment committee. Now, like all investments, we can't guarantee returns. We can't guarantee return of capital. We can't guarantee any of those things. What we can do is make sure that the entities we present have been um, checked, they've been due diligence, they've been valued, and that you are paying a fair price for the risk you are undertaking. And we can commit to that. We've got three areas of, uh, of valuation. So we've, we, we're almost over due diligence in each um, opportunity. So in the first instance, there's a desktop valuation that's done by a, a crowd out of uh, Dubai. Then secondly, Rescura Invest, who are the largest asset management advisory company on the continent, will do a valuation. And they do valuations for the retirement fund industry and do valuations on private equity opportunities. And these are the values that pension funds recognize used. These are the valuations pension funds use to recognize these assets on their balance sheets. And third, one of our partners is Vestra Corporate Advisory. We'll do a deep dive valuation on the opportunity. But more than that, we will give the public access to a data room with sufficient information for them to perform their own due diligence and their own valuation. And the final protection mechanism is that the public, once it goes into an auction type process, the public will actually decide the value at which the offer is made. So we feel that we are going to be given a lot of information enough for um, any retail individual to decide whether it's a fair price or not. We allow in the free market to also determine that price. And our job is to make sure that there aren't any hidden skeletons and we've developed processes to do so. Um, our, our platform in itself does a thorough, thorough due diligence of every company all the way through to the beneficial shareholders of the company the directors, credit checks, will know whether Director A owes Telcom 300 Rand and hasn't paid it for six months. And, um, you know, so there's a thorough process to determine the, um, how clean and, you know, just that the, the investments are appropriate for public consumption. So we spend a lot of time doing that. I'd imagine also that, uh, at least initially, it'll be a lot of contacts, people that you know. And it's the end of the day, South Africa is not a, not a huge uh, uh, place when you talk at that area, when you talk about investing. You, you know someone who knows someone who certainly knows the person who's selling the shares. And I guess there'll be a lot of that as well, your contact base. Yeah. Um, Alec, actually, you know, we... We're tired of reading offshore analyst reports and making buy and sell decisions on something like that. We, we want to be able to offer people the opportunity where you can drive past the parking lot 
of a, a store and make a sell decision based on the fact that you haven't seen a customer park there for 10 days. Um, or you could visit the establishment, assess the, the service, assess the product, and use that as a buy or sell metric. You know, and metrics like that, where we, and our, our ethos of own the future, own the economy is, is just that. We want it to be the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker in your local community that you've invested in. You can assess their performance, you can add to their performance, and you can judge them on their performance. And, and they'll know, you know, through um, volumes of shares sold and those sorts of metrics that the community is not happy with my performance. And, you know, so in the, in the first instance, if you're doing a good job, the community will support you and you'll get very live signals that the community is not supporting you. So it's a win-win to my mind in that the community is involved. I keep thinking of um, you know the, the riots in, in July, and I thought how the communities rallied around protecting the stores they used um, every day, you know, the supermarkets or the blood banks or the dispensaries. Now imagine how much more ferocious that um, protection would have been had those communities been shareholders in those institutions or those 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 businesses, and you know, for 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 my part, um, even though I had studied for years and years in finance, I really only became interested in investing when I became an owner in a company. Suddenly, I was up watching you know annual report presentations and AGMs and all those sorts of stuff and. Ownership, we found through our research, changes people's behavior. You know, suddenly you're more prescriptive about where you buy from. And you're more likely to buy from a company that you're a shareholder in. Or you're more likely to go and stay at a hotel or a game lodge or buy wine that you invested in. Um, and, and so we, we, we believe fundamentally that um, ownership changes behavior and in mostly positive ways, um, and in the right proportions can do wonders for the local businesses in the areas where these opportunities are first made available. You mentioned SMEs, so you're talking about relatively small businesses having access to Altvest and a listing in this way. How, how scalable is the whole model? In other words, if you were to look back in five years, how many individual companies could have listed their shares or part of their shares through Altvest? Well, um, we, we are constrained by capacity, uh, not by lack of imagination um, at this stage. We are going to proceed at a rate of one listing per month. Um, and of course, we can adjust if demand, you know, Demand will dictate whether we scale that down or scale it up because demand will drive everything we do. If there's overwhelming demand and a ferocious appetite for these types of investments, we'll, of course, scale it up and make sure we operationally geared to do so. Um, but we, we feel that under current capacity constraints, we we able to manage one a month and are going to be doing so. 
How many investors are you anticipating will participate here? Because again, you said there would be uh, someone with even 100 rand will have an opportunity to, to buy into a wine farm. So how, how big a base uh, are we talking about dozens, hundreds, maybe thousands? So we've, we've started to, uh, we've started our marketing to, to start almost building the population. And that marketing strategy would be clear to many of your, your listeners. But for those who don't know, um, we've started with Twitter spaces on Tuesday evenings um, where we discuss a particular topic. We've had tremendous support. Um, our, our, best, our best one so far has had 12,800 downloads. Um, that's followed up with an article by a, a, an industry professional on the same topic, and then surveys and a number of other data collection mechanisms. So we, we think we could start off with a minimum of 10,000 or so um, available retail investors just from our own community development objectives. Cape Town Stock Exchange in itself has over 90,000 registered users. But the, the dream is to emulate Easy Equities who've brought on board over a million um, account holders, you know. Over 500,000 of them, I believe, are active traders. So there's a large community of retail investors out there. Um, our job now for the next six weeks is to make as many of them know that we are available and we come into town. You know, the circus is coming to town, so you've, you've got to be ready and, and uh, get those accounts opened and, and be ready for the, the opportunities we bring. And what price is Altvest going to list at? What will your shares uh, trade at? you have so any our shares will, uh, we, we will be listing at five rand a share. We list in uh, 10 million shares at, at five rand, so to, to get to the 50 million market cap. Um, and once the business case has proven itself and we, we run out of dry powder to co-invest, we'll do a share issuance probably, um, hopefully, within the first six months um, or the first six to 12 months, we, we hope and there'll, there'll be a, a need for a, a second issuance. So when you started off this conversation, you said it's like buying into a SPAC, a special purpose vehicle, and they're very, very well known in the United States, not so well known here in South Africa. Um, and maybe we can close off with just, uh, would you, uh, how would you explain what a SPAC is to an uninitiated investor? So a SPAC is buying into a, a set of opportunities presented by the experience of the opportunity presenters. So in other words, you aren't buying into a particular company. You're buying into the personalities who have joined that company, who have anointed themselves as the opportunity finders. So the difference is, you know, I could go onto the, um, the JSC and buy a million rands worth of shares. Alternatively, I could give a million rand to an asset manager and say, go and find a million rands worth of good opportunities for me. A SPAC is very much like that. You're giving it to a set of individuals with proven track records 
and allowing them the discretion to find opportunities uh, because you either don't have the talent, inclination, or just simply the time to go and find those yourself. And so a SPAC is a cash shell. It's giving somebody whom you trust or have belief in to go out there and discover opportunities on your behalf.